Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Barely Thriving Avenue, a place where you can come and feel like you're not along in this constant thing called life. So my name is Maya. I am your host or whatever. So I'm just, you know, talking about life. Just letting you guys know how I feel about things, you know? Um, (laughs) So uh, let's jump in. I like to start off with the things that are on my mind. And let's do that. So um, the first thing that's on my mind is, well, actually, I just found out like an hour ago or an hour and a half ago that Obama tested positive positive for COVID. Um, So it's just when I like want to just forget about this mess, things like this happen. And now I'm scared again. So that's great. But... (laughs) Um, you know, he said he's fine, has mild symptoms, think, you know, things, thankfully, and, you know, he's encouraging people to take, you know, the vaccine and everything like that. So they have mild symptoms as well, or more likely to have it. So I guess, you know, it is what it is, you know, he's not untouchable. So, um, that means you're not untouchable. Definitely not untouchable. So just be safe out there, guys. I know they lifted shit and, you know, people are back back in business, but just be careful and be mindful and respectful. So that's all I can say. Another thing on my mind is Abbott Elementary. So I've been watching this show. It's on ABC or Hulu. And it is like chef kiss like it's amazing it's so funny it's like it gives me office vibes but like make it black and it's also you know super super funny um quinta from i've i've been following following her since buzzfeed so um i'm in love you know she's she's great and i'm so happy for her that she went from buzzfeed or probably more like you know she's probably worked in other things before BuzzFeed, but from BuzzFeed to like a network television show that's hers is, that's a huge thing. So hopefully they get picked up for a second season. Also hold her, they surpass Modern Family and ratings. So they better get a second second season. That's crazy if they don't. But what really excites me is they are partnering with Scholastic and they're going to do free book fairs um, for like underprivileged kids, which is, I wish I had. <laughs> I was the kid in like the, the book fairs that couldn't buy anything. <laughs> um, and if I did, it was like, something super small i barely even even that was like embarrassing it was just you know they're like oh scholastic downstairs go ahead and like all my friends like get up and like go and i would just be like "Mm, i have no money (laughs) so um i'm happy that there's there's gonna be some opportunities for some kids to buy book books 
and you know just just get those kids out there you know like not having money is a disadvantage and um it's it's i'm happy that there's people out there that are mindful of that and they're trying their best to make sure that these kids are excelling and you know not feeling like they're hopeless and they're stuck um is the best way to end generation generational curses and for them to even just like learn how to excel in things and succeed in things and then just give up give back you know so I'm happy about that so that was like positive you know and let's go negative <laughs> Jesse Smollett holy snaps this thing this is this has been what three years of this um when he claimed he was jumped by some guys that it's just this whole thing makes no sense to me makes no like real sense to me and it's sad because he's he's talented his sister journey smollett she's hella talented and like for that for him to just do this is weird and and then like there's like a little thing in in my in the back of my head that's saying like wait what if he's like not lying <laughs> what if what if he actually i don't know and it's just but when i go down that road it's like it still doesn't make sense <laughs> so how does two big black men like assault him because of racism homophobic i could that that's a story that i can get but i don't understand the racist part of it it just it just did not make any sense like at all so i don't know so the thing is so he he gets like five months in prison which I think that's a little steep. I would say, I would just, I would, I would honestly just, I don't even know, maybe a month? No, I don't even know. Like, not even that. Like, he doesn't, I don't even, even think he needs to be in prison for this. Heavily fined, yes. Community service, yes. Um, probation, yes. But I, I mean, I feel like he's gonna, if on good behavior, most likely he's probably gonna get out before the five months, but like even that like and then the whole thing with him like having this outburst saying that he's not you know trigger warning suicidal or um that if something happens to him like it's just <sighs> Jesse Smollett okay he's not someone that I would think that the press not even press or the man would want to target do you know what i'm saying like i have never thought like oh this is a conspiracy you know with jesse smollett like he's the singing guy in power and not power see see empire that's what i'm saying like and I'm not trying to disrespect him in any way, but it just doesn't make any sense. 
Now, if this was somebody who was a huge activist and a huge name known to this, I mean, honestly, Colin Cap, I would think Colin Kaepernick would would be thrown in jail for something stupid before I would say that it's Jesse Smollett. And I honestly think he's just, he's, I don't know, he's really trying hard to double down on this and it just doesn't make sense. And if he happens to be like innocent in this, which I don't understand it would be because the evidence just proves that he was lying. But if he was, I mean, I don't know. It's just all messed up. (laughs) The whole thing is messed up. It just doesn't make sense to me. And so now I think he's in like a, excuse me, I think he's in a, like a psych ward or something, his brother said, because they're afraid that he's going to be self-harm, but like, I don't know. And then the officials say that he's in there because he's high profile and he has to be in there um, just to for their their safety, which I get it because if you're high profile like celebrity and you're in jail, they do want to check on your mental. You know what I mean? That makes sense. But I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to be some martyr. I don't know. It's weird. Um, so yeah, that's all I have really in regards to, um, oh, this whole Kim Kardashian thing. So basically she was trying to give women advice on how to work harder or like how, like what her tips are, what her tips are to women to be more successful. And she basically said, like, get off your ass and, like, work hard. Nobody want to work hard these days. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. But I I recently talked to my friend about this, and she hates Kim Carter, like, hates. (laughs) Shout out, Gabby. I love you. But, yeah, she hates her. Um, Just a whole franchise. Just hell to the mall that's how she is and that's totally understandable me i'm a little indifferent like i don't really care like sometimes i I watch them just because i'm bored i know i used to watch them a lot when they first came out and then they got like this just you know it's just the same shit drama let's film it let's watch it like that's basically what that is so um i just don't care so we were just kind of talking about it and she was like, oh, like, how dare she say that? And yet, and stuff like that. And I was kind of saying like, well, you know, yeah, she did get to this, this level because she had a head start. Like her family's rich, you know, her mom and her dad's rich, her stepdad's rich. Um, And then she had a sex tape, which catapulted her, her fame. And then there's also like conspiracies with that. So, I mean, I get, but she could have stopped there. And that's, that's basically what I was thinking. Like she could have stopped there, you know, but now that I actually like really listened to it, because I think that was before I listened to the whole thing. 
I, I get why people are mad because she's telling regular people to get off her ass when we're clearly not on our asses. And due to the pandemic, some of us had to be on our, on our ass. So for her to just kind of like act like that is that is the best piece of advice that she can give somebody is it's ridiculous. And I understand that, yeah, you're supposed to work hard and at your dreams and things like that. And I have thought like, okay, maybe she's thinking of it in an influencer like mindset because she's an influencer. And that's that type of work is different than like hard labor or just like working at the grocery store or just working at a desk job. Like it's just different type of work. So I was thinking maybe that had, I'm just trying to be <laughs> neutral on this. I don't think she meant to be like that, but I also understand like she's the wrong person to tell somebody to work hard. She really is like, and if she wanted to say that, she shouldn't have said it in such an aggressive way. Like she, like she thinks that no, everyone's lazy. Like, no, no, hon, it's, that's not, that's not how that goes. So I get it. And, um, again, I love you, Gabby, uh, follow us on, we want a bra. She's, she's my, uh, one of my co-hosts. So just do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like is, is that is not, not a good look. She already has things that are not good looks. She needs kind of just stop talking. I think that's the best thing. Just stop talking, you know? All right, so let's go into the nitty gritty. Let's go into the main topic of the day. And um, basically the main topic is, um, well, since since it is women's, women's, excuse me, women's, women's month is March. Um, and then we just finished Black History Month short as much ever but and i wasn't recording around that time so i thought to fuse it together and talk about working as a black woman so i just kind of wanted to like just talk about that and see and i just want i'm just wondering if like everyone has the same issues as me and I'm not talking about now. I feel like right now my current situation is a little more health is more healthy. Still there's things that, you know, everyone goes through in work and, you know, it's normal. But like I don't want it to be like, oh, she's it's this place she works at or whatever. That's not that's not the case. But overall, let's talk about that. Um so I feel like the 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 biggest thing about being a black woman is you don't want to come off aggressive. And I find myself like if I'm if I'm upset about something or if I'm bothered by something, I can't show it. I have to still be like all smiles and like still kind of just be okay with what's going on. I don't know how to explain, but you can, uh, 
it, you just feel like you can't cause trouble. It's hard to um, raise an issue or um, just tell someone that this this isn't okay. And you and every time I, I'm in those situations, first of all, I'm even afraid to go to HR. Sometimes I'm afraid to, to just talk to anyone and it's hard. It's really hard. Um, another thing, even with like emails, like emails, I just have to seem chipper all the time. I have to seem like I'm, everything is okay all the time. And even like when I'm on the phone too, like not everyone knows that I'm black, but like some people can tell or like people who have seen me before and I'm talking to them on the phone they know I'm black. So like sometimes even when I'm not chipper and I'm just like, uh -huh, like I just want to get through business because it's a, a busy day. And like, they're, they're like, Oh, you seem mad, like mad or, Oh, you seem." I'm like, no, I'm just, it's just a regular day. I don't have to be like cheery all the time. So it's, it's like very black and white. You can't just be meh, you know? Um, another issue is just like, you kind of don't feel like you're being taken seriously. I remember working, even like I was working at like at a retail store, you know, and I was working there for a while. Granted, I was a college student, so I was kind of back and forth, but I've been work. That was like my first job, right? And my a counterpart of mine, who's only been working there for like, I think, I don't even think she was working there that long. Um, when I got back for the summer, she, I wasn't trying to be like a manager or anything like that, but like, I wasn't on board for training. Now, do I think it's because of black? I don't think they meant to. But like, I feel like you're less likely to, to be considered as a leader because I feel like they don't take me seriously, you know? And like, it's not just because I'm a black woman. I am like very like small and like, you know, like I'm not, I'm, I'm like, I'm very just like, I don't look intimidating. So like some people just don't take me seriously anyway, but when that extra layer of me being a black woman, I feel like, you know, that you're not really considered to be in, in those roles um, as frequently as your white counterparts, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, to be fair, the girl was, she was on her way to be manager. She's been working there forever. Like, it makes sense for her, but at that time, it just didn't make sense to me because I'm just like, I've been here for like five years and you never asked me to like train ever. And that doesn't make any sense. And it's not like I was reprimanded for anything. I was pretty good at my job. The only thing I was not good at is like selling like credit cards. But that was like the only thing. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. Um, but again, that was like another, that was just an example of that. Another thing, code switching. I code switch all the time. I feel like 
I feel like I'm always trying to articulate everything all the time when I'm at work. And it's like that with everyone, you have to talk professional and African-American vernacular is not in that, in that like field. I mean, I'm always kind of talk pretty proper or I guess proper. I put air quotes because it's not, you just talk how you talk. You know, everybody has diff- different dialects. Everybody has different accents. It's, there's no, like, there should not be a normal way of speaking. It's just speaking. As long as you're not talking in random, like, random words <laughs> and not making sense, <laughs> then then there's something to be concerned about. But, like, talking is talking. But, yeah, like, it's just just making sure you're being proper all the time, making sure that no one um, finds you unprofessional all the time. Um, I mean, the only time I feel like I'm able to not, um, to not feel like I'm performing, you feel like you're performing. So the only way I don't feel like that is when I'm with other, um, other black people or just friends that I can be myself around. So yeah, that's the only that's the only time I feel like I'm I can be myself a little bit. Um also people saying weird things. You know. Um I was told once that there was another black woman that I was working with. Um and she was nice, she was new, whatever. But she had like a darker like skin t- skin tone than I did. Um, not a big deal to me, you know. And this white lady, older boomer, um, comes up to me and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like, I um, she's like, "Oh, I just feel like uh, let's say her name's Brenda." And that's not her real name. Um, Brenda, uh, I just feel like, you know, she's not going to be that good at her job. I was like, why? And she's like, well, like, no lie. (laughs) She says because she's, like, so dark. I'm like, what? She's like, she's, like, darker. And I don't know. Like, I just feel like she's not, she's going to be kind of sneaky. And I was like you know that what you just said like that's not that's not it that's not how how you what like I was so confused and so caught off guard that she would say something like that and she's like well she's not like you like you're like a good color and I'm like what (laughs) what I like and and so I was honestly when I look back on it and it's funny because it's a it's somebody that like I was pretty close with um and I guess still am but like I I don't know it's kind of hard to explain but like she said that and I was just like what like I couldn't get angry I felt like I couldn't get angry at the time which I should have like when I think back on it, I felt like I should have like reported it. Like this is ridiculous. But I I ended up saying like, 
your color doesn't matter like how you work you know that right like and she's like yeah yeah you know of course like like i don't know if she was testing me (laughs) or what but that that happened um so like things like that man like or just like someone asked me how to like no someone said oh um or ask a coworker. So one coworker asked another coworker, "How do you spell Janae?" It was I, I don't know the one that's not somebody that I guess they were dealing with. And the other coworker was like, "Oh, I don't know. Ask Maya. The only black person there. <laughs> like I'm supposed to know how to spell like things like that. It's just just the microaggressions." or the overt like things that people say in the workplace it's crazy and you have to sit there and you have to deal with it and you have to like be okay with it and like not even be okay with it you just you first of all like you i in my experience i get shocked really like i don't i'm not the type of person that reacts you know like quickly i kind of just like like, wait, did this just happen type of reaction? I do that a lot when, when things are kind of like, like just goes left. Um, and then I kind of have to like sit in it and I'm like, oh my God, that literally just happened. But like at the time, you know, you still don't want to call, I I never want to cause problems. So being the angry black woman, like, oh, you asking me how to spell Janae because I'm black? Like that wouldn't go over well. <laughs> Um, when you're surrounded by people who are not black. So um, I don't know. It's just, it's a very weird, it's not like, it's not only that you're black, you're a woman too. So it's just both, you get both. You get the 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 microaggressions racially, you get the microaggressions gender-wise. Um, it's just, it's just, it's it's really weird <laughs> being in both buckets. Um, not weird, but just it's um a little more difficult for 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 us black women. But yeah, it's and and just having I know I, I touched on the whole leadership thing, but like not only did they don't really think of you as a leader too much, they also think of they they think that you're supposed to like go above and beyond and be super strong and like nothing bothers you sometimes. So it's just interesting how you're just in so many stereotypes and boxes and you have to like go against it, but like not cause issues. It's just a it's just very complicated situation um i hate this lighting (laughs) this lighting sucks i'm gonna change the lighting really quick yeah so it's just it's just a lot of things that like i have to do better on um with with that um i feel like i'm getting older well, I am getting older, but I feel like <laughs> it's not all about that, but I feel like it's, you know, I, I should be more 
um, more comfortable in my skin. And that's literally and figuratively. Um, I just feel like me not wanting to have problems is not the answer to everything. You know what I mean? And, you know, just talking this out, basically, I guess this is what this podcast is about, just talking it out and just like, you know, it's like my own little therapy session by myself. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like I should, or anyone should just speak up more. And I mean, not a full blown, like, like fight situation, but like in the most eloquent way that I can, um, because I still don't, I still, at the end of the day, don't want a huge problem, but like people should know that like the things they do and say can affect people. And it also would just tell them like, don't do that. Like again, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, they should not, people like that should not be comfortable in doing things like that or saying things like that. It's just, it's just not, it's not cool. You know? Um, Another thing, just finding allies is is a big thing too. It's like finding people that are people of color, black people. I know a few people that I go to um, all the time. Just when there's issues or things that just that are bothering me, I know it's coming from a place. They're coming from a place like, oh, you're not just being an angry black woman that's mad about everything, you know, oh, calm down. Like they don't do that with me because they're also black or person of color. So they're not as, um, they don't um, dismiss what I'm saying. So that's why I'm saying like, you just gotta find, if you don't feel like you're being heard and you're feeling outnumbered in regards to just your work health, then you should probably reconsider where you're working because you you will never be happy. Honestly, every work is every job is hard and sometimes you don't have a choice. But just finding allies, finding people you can talk to, probably like you know, especially if they're upper management and they're people of color or they're just more woke. <laughs> um, even if you can't find that, you know, just trying to find some allies to help you, you like back up your case or just feel more comfortable is very important in the workplace. Um, or it's feeling alone. I mean, I've been there. It's not fun it's not fun. It's, it just makes you feel worse. And, um, you know, I feel like last year, like I, I've, I found my voice more and I was able to, I'm not going to go into detail, but I was able to like voice my opinions about what was happening to me or not happening to me. And I made a leap and now I'm a lot better. <laughs> so I'm still working on it, of course, in, in regards to microaggressions and things like that. But um, 
it's just you just have to be more comfortable in your skin that's at the end of the day you know um so yeah so i guess if you're ever in a workplace as a black woman or even as a person of color i know everyone has their own struggles in regards to the workplace but or you know any if you feel a my like a minority in any way you have to ask yourself these questions like um like do you feel heard or are you professionally comfortable with your job when i say professionally comfortable i mean like um not so comfortable where you're like being like unprofessional you know what i'm saying like cursing or whatever just doing things that you're not supposed to do on a zoom call <laughs> um and i don't mean like your coworkers that you're like you're just like shooting the shit with i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like if you're in a zoom call do you feel comfortable speaking up do you feel comfortable saying your points or your point of view that's what I mean by professionally comfortable. Um, also, do you have allies that you work with? Like I said before, you need allies, you need people. And again, coworkers, you know, your subordinates, people that are like in the trenches with you is great, but you need allies at the top. You don't, you're not gonna get things done if you don't have people that you can go to just because, I mean, it, sometimes pe you just don't see eye to eye with people and or they won't take you seriously and you just, sometimes you need that cosign, you know? Um, so yeah, that is my topic for the week. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you guys have any questions or if you basically like, are a person of color, or if you're a black woman, if you're a Latina or Latino, or if you're Asian or whatever, like if you if you can relate to this, let me know. Like that'd be great. You can compare situations. <laughs> um, yeah. So that will be it. Um, I want to end off with a positive affirmation. And that is how others perceive me doesn't define me. That's from balanceblackgirl.com. <laughs> they have good affirmations on that site. So I'm probably gonna pull from there, there um, a few times, I like them. So yeah, uh, follow me on Barely Thriving Ave on IG, Facebook, and TikTok. Join the foolery on TikTok. Um, still no email yet. <laughs> I've not done that. I'm trying to change my email and I, I, I just haven't done it yet. So yeah. So um, thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. Um, and if you're barely thriving, me too. Uh, thanks. Thanks again. Bye.